Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. movie comedy podcast we're gonna tell you the entirety of a movie spoilers and all i am ketrin porter and i'm going to be spinning a tale today and i'm kim burns and i'm gonna try to stay alive yes hello hello you're looking very very uh sexy and vampiric today oh, thank you yeah mm, i'll take Rocking it a- Rocking a dark lip and a slicked back hair. Hi. <laughs> Wearing all black, drinking a cup of blood, everybody. Gina <laughs> holes out. Tits up. Where the fuck's my water? This is monster blood. Mmm. This is skull blood. Because it's green. No. I'm just kidding. This is water. Have you have you heard of it? I vaguely remember it, but I don't recall like ingesting it recently. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a big trying fan. this new. We're mm-hmm. besties. Big fan. Big. Yeah. I'm trying to uh, get reacquainted with an old friend, you know? Fun times. I love that. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I, I, <sighs> sometimes I don't um, have, sometimes in between. Right before starting, sometimes I have no moments to myself to even think or breathe. So I'm mm-hmm. just diving right in. So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm here presently. I can't consider anything that isn't this present moment that right now. I don't know. I think I'm good. Great. Well, I feel good right I, now. In this present moment, I'm great. Anything that else makes in me my happy. life? I don't, I don't know. What's happening? What have that, I done? I, 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 I don't know. Didn't we see each other recently? Oh, we Why made, did we, we see made the TikToks? 
Oh yes, we had a whole TikTok live, everybody. You better go follow because we did some videos. Oh yes, we did. We're getting on the TikTok bandwagon. And if anyone's, it was really fun. A Gen Z who wants to be our intern for school credit, uh, let us know. Hit us up, please, please, (laughs) please. Let us know. Um, I had a lot of fun. Write you a great fucking review for your teacher oh my god we so will stellar uh no it was a blast actually we had a good time and we i would totally do more yeah i don't feel as like like i don't know overwhelmed or something yeah so it was enjoyable it was just laughing and making funny videos with my best friend so yeah whatevs it's great some of our favorite things to do yeah i got a new uh i got my first uh, audiobook job Fun. this week where I'm reading a fully erotic <laughs> pornographic novel. Uh, and Snack listen. Sexual. Yeah, no tea, no shade. I mean, you, you do you, everybody, and you'll be getting to hear my voice while you do it. So that's that. I'm excited. <laughs> that's really all i have going on yeah oh it was eric's birthday last week so i want to wish eric a happy birthday um we couldn't we couldn't do this podcast without him and um he's great also happy women's history month yep that's it is women's history that is what we're doing yeah, so I watched a movie to kick off our Women's History Month. We'll get Eric's birthday pick in April. Right now, it's just the ladies for the month of March. Well, for Women's History Month, we're doing lots of fun things. Mm-hmm. That's what our TikToks were for. Um, yep. We're kind of like doing a little dread social media takeover as well. So we'll be like, doing recommendations every day on Dread and some other fun things. We're going to have a live show at the end of the month, the last Saturday of March. Which is the 26th. And um, y'all should come. It'll be virtual. We'll have more details eventually. And um, I think there's other stuff we're doing, but I can't remember. Uh, who who could possibly know? Who could possibly <laughs> just follow us at KK Sam Podcast? Track. Follow at Dread Central on all the things, and you'll yeah, see it's it. going to be really fun. I I love this little takeover that we're doing. Well, you want me to get started mm-hmm. with our first installation? Yeah, guys, I'm not sure. This what it has is. been on. This has been on Kim's list. I oh, think now I know. <laughs> Possibly since we started the podcast. And um, this is a movie written and directed by Issa Lopez. Yay. And it is called. It is called Tigers. Are not afraid. Are not afraid. Yes. <laughs> this came out in 2017. And full disclosure, guys. <laughs> Some of you have seen it. So I'm sure you're aware. Um, it's dark. <laughs> it's, it's, it's dark. It's not um, funny. And 
I uh, just want everyone to sort of buckle up and get on this ride with us. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie. But I would say there are trigger warnings about, you know, things that I can't say what the trigger warning is about because then that gives plot points away. But it's it's a tough one. So you, you've been warned. Here we go. <laughs> um. Yeah, go to that website. What if if your if trigger warnings are important to you, go to that website that tells you them. What is it? Don't you know it? Or is that only for animals? I have no idea. I have no idea what you're we're talking about. There's a website that says like oh, what the trigger warnings are for movies. No shit. But now I'm wondering if it's just animal trigger warnings. Oh. That's why I thought you knew it. No, I would love to know that. Oh, I I will I'll investigate further. There's yeah, some website that, that like has it because people share it a lot in our Facebook groups. Website. I would be fucking shocked if like I you know if there is one that's just animals. I would be shocked if there wasn't one for like all triggers. Somebody has got to be cataloging that somewhere on the in- interwebs for sure. Yeah, I. I was literally saying it as a note that I thought you would know, so I, I don't know, but I'll I'll find it, and if I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes, and then that way, fuck, maybe we you, can continuously do that. That way you can be like, yeah. look, if something's important to you, we don't want to spoil the movie ahead of time, but if you need to know ahead of time, it'll be there. That's a great idea. We should just fucking do that for our episodes. What a great idea. Awesome. Well- Episode 185, we're doing new shit every time. (laughs) You learn and you grow. Yeah, exactly. Um, Exactly. (laughs) Dave Lawson just posted this story. Did you see it recently? Mm -hmm. And he's like holding his daughter and they're holding like a little tiger stuffed animal. And he's like, hey, daughter, are tigers afraid? (laughs) She's like, no. (laughs) Oh, gosh. And it was well, like, teach them young or something like that. And I was like, ah, it's so cute. <laughs> well, that story is going to take on a whole new meaning for you soon. So <laughs> here we go. Dead or alive? Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I think so. Estrella. <laughs> alive. Shine. Or shiny. Alive. Moro. Dead. Tuxi, dead. Pop, dead. Kako, alive. Chino, alive. We're 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 pulling out first ten episodes number this week. You know, but uh, here we go. Hopefully, she'll make it up in the questions. Okay, she usually does. <laughs> All right. Tigers are not afraid. So we start with uh, words on the screen that say, since the beginning of the drug war in 2006, 160,000 have been killed and 53,000 have disappeared in Mexico. Entire areas of cities are turning into ghost towns. Yeah, and that was in 2017. So... The number is bigger now. Well, for sure. Um, Entire areas of cities are turning into ghost towns. 
there are no numbers for the children the dead and the missing have left behind. All right. Let's get this party started. <laughs> How do I sound oh, like a tiger? That was really cute. Was like a baby that was really tiger. cute. Yeah. Oh, God. You're going to sob. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We start with a teacher voiceover saying, uh, name some fairy tale characters and concepts. And we hear kids yelling out, calling out, you know, castles, princesses, um, gnomes, and tigers. And the teacher says, yes, very good. And she says, now I want you all to write your own fairy tale. So now the camera falls on Estrella. She is, I would say, probably 12. And we hear her voiceover. She starts writing her story. And her story is, once upon a time, there was a prince who wanted to be a tiger. Tigers never forget. They're hunters. Their eyes can see in the dark. Their teeth can break bones. Mm. Tigers are not afraid. Mm. As we are hearing the voiceover of her writing this, we see a kid tagging a tiger on a wall. Mm -hmm. And he's a young kid. So it's like a young kid's drawing. And as we're watching, as we're listening to the story, we see the tiger, uh, like the picture of the tiger going and, like, attacking other graffiti drawings, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, coming alive. Yes. Yeah. But, like, staying on the wall. Okay. We now cut to a kid in an alley. He's also about 12, but a small 12. And he's, like, holding a lighter, flicking a lighter on and off. And while he's sort of standing there in the dark, in the shadows, you can't see him. A drunk guy stumbles by and we hear someone sort of stumbling behind him being like, Kako, Kako, give me the phone, Kako. And he stumbles away. Kako then stands up against the wall right near the kid uh, and starts peeing on the wall. But Kako is extremely, extremely drunk and the kid is very well hidden. It is very obvious that this kid has a previous story with this man, Mm -hmm. and it is not good, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that this is a very dangerous man. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, In this guy's back pocket is a gun and a cell phone. The cell phone falls out onto the ground. He doesn't. He doesn't notice. Question one, you're the orphan, the child. I can tell you now that he's living on the streets. Um, And you see this very dangerous man. Uh, His phone has fallen out of his pocket and he's holding a gun. What do you do? What does he do? I'm going to ignore all of it. Nope, 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 nope. Not 
getting involved. He's like hiding. Very, very obviously not wanting to be seen. Yeah. Specifically by this man. And very scared of this man. I guess hand in hand. Point for you. Yeah. Let's um, leave it be, shall we? The phone falls to the ground. The kid picks it up, puts it in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. He then goes over and very carefully takes the gun. Oh, shit. Out of the man's pocket. Oh, shit. And holds the gun up to the man's head, not <gasps> touching it. This oh, kid's shit. like, yeah, the guy still can't see him, doesn't know he's there. The kid's hand, I mean, and like the size of the gun in this child's hand is harrowing. Mm-hmm. Like, just you realize how small this kid is. He starts, he's holding the gun up and then his hand starts to shake. And before he can pull the trigger, Kako stumbles away and the kid has to duck back into the shadows. Mm. The kid then sort of crumbles to the ground, clearly upset Mm. that he wasn't able to do it. We now cut back to uh, Estrella's voiceover, or rather the voiceover is probably still kind of going over the scene, but we hear the rest of her story. But the prince couldn't become a tiger because he forgot how to be a prince. We'd all forgotten we were princes, tigers, when the outside things come to get us. We then hear gunshots outside of the classroom that Estrella is in. Mm-hmm. All of the kids drop to the ground immediately. The teacher also <clears throat> drops to the ground, and she's on the floor next to Estrella. And the teacher kind of army crawls over to Estrella and puts three pieces of chalk into her hand and says, Estrella, don't worry. These are wishes. You have three wishes and closes the chalk into her hand. Then as everybody is still on the floor, the teacher says, okay, everybody, let's keep going. What, what else do you read about in fairy tales? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now we cut to a sign outside of the school that says class is suspended until further notice. Estrella is walking home and she's walking past graffiti tags, kids playing limbo with crime scene tape. Uh, a poster of a politician named El Chino. Um, And then she rounds a corner and there's a dead body. Mm. Covered over by a blanket and cops are there, but a dead body nonetheless that a 12-year-old child just almost tripped over. So Estrella decides to go the other way. We then see that a stream of blood from the dead body Starts following Estrella home. Okay. Mm-hmm. A sentient stream of blood Magic following blood. her home. Yes. Estrella comes home to her little apartment and is calling for her mom. 
the TV is on and it's playing a commercial for a politician that's running for office, El Chino, which is the politician that we just saw the posters for. The stream of blood is following her home into the house, up the walls, through the apartment, onto the clothesline that's hanging through the living room where it stains a dress and makes a Rorschach sort of shape out of blood on the dress. And Estrella is watching this. Okay. Cut to four little boys in a little tent community that they made on a roof. And they are set the fuck up. They are living their best, very sad orphan life. (laughs) (laughs) We see that one of them is our little boy that was holding the gun Mm -hmm. up to Kako. He is trying the password on the phone that he stole. It's an iPhone. There is one of the little boys is a teeny tiny little four-year-old named Mauro. And his bed is like an old hollowed out TV connected to like some boxes. (laughs) So he is like snuggling his stuffed tiger in blankets, like looking out the screen of the TV. (laughs) Oh, buddy. Cute. And uh, the other two boys. So it's Shine Moro. And then the two other boys who are about Shine's age, Pop and Tuxie. Shine, uh, oh, sorry. This is all um, subtitles, right? Correct. It's Spanish? Yeah. I was in Mexico. Duh. Yeah. yeah. That was a dumb question. Odd- oddly <laughs> enough, it's in Gaelic. <laughs> that is odd. You got weird. You got a yeah, weird. I don't. Um, Ireland's version of Tigers are not afraid. That's interesting. No, it's actually it's actually a little known village in Mexico where they only speak Gaelic. It's the only part. Oh, fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So, Shiny is trying the password. The little boy that's sleeping in the TV bangs on his wall, and uh, the other two boys that are like fighting over a flashlight are like. Uh, are like, you want to hear another story, Moro? And he nods his head. So the two boys, Pop and Tuxie, hand the flashlight to Shine. And Shine is like, well, Moro, don't cry to me when you can't sleep. And Moro is like, no, I want the story. But like, he doesn't talk. He just is like mm-hmm. making gestures to be like, no, do it. So Shine puts the flashlight up to his face. And tells a story of a rich man who lived in a mansion and had lots of animals, a whole zoo and a soccer field. But then the Huascas came and killed him and all of his animals. But when they got to the tiger cage, it was empty. Now the tiger roams the streets, angry and hungry eating little kids with no parents. And the story is being illustrated on the wall Mm -hmm. in graffiti. Cute. As he's telling the story, we're back with Estrella, who is looking out the window, and it's nighttime now. And her mom's not home. The sun now comes up, 
Estrella is still waiting by the window. Cut to our little boys again. They're now riding down the street in a shopping cart. As we hear Estrella leave her mom a voicemail saying, Mom, please come home. I'm really hungry. Oh, no. Cut to her sitting on her little porch alone, overlooking just slums, just barely habitable neighborhoods. And Shine walks across a roof in front of her. Sorry. Shine walks across a roof in front of her with a bunch of stuff, presumably that he stole. So it's like a plastic fern, uh, (laughs) you know, some ramen noodles, like just whatever. And he's holding like a plastic tiger mask like that you would get in like a Halloween store. Mm -hmm. They look at each other. They make eye contact. Shine keeps going. We now cut to Estrella in her home again. It's night again, and she's still looking out the window. We then hear a voiceover of Estrella's voice saying, I am a princess, and an older woman's voice saying, no, you are a warrior. It now cuts to the flashback of this scene. It's Estrella braiding her mom's hair, and her mom is telling her a story. Uh, She finishes the story. And mom tells Estrella to go to sleep because it's a school day tomorrow. And she touches her cheek. And we see that she's got this, like, bracelet on where all of the beads are, like, little green birds. And Estrella asks when she can have the little green bird bracelet. And mom says, when you're older and I'm not here anymore. Back to Estrella, present day, looking out the window. She then holds up the three pieces of chalk that the teacher gave her Mm, that are still in her hand. Question two, what do you do? What does she do? I think she's going to make a wish. What does she wish? Oh, for her mom to come home. Um, What do you do? (laughs) I'm going to. It's hard because I'm 12, you know. Mm-hmm. There's also like a lot of things in this world that she lives in, and this isn't a spoiler, that like could very easily get you killed. And then like lots of things that you wouldn't think could get you killed. So it's really a crapshoot anything you do in this town. So it's really a matter of like, <laughs> right. you know, what what chances are you going to take? <laughs> right. I'm going to like try to get some food. If, have I not eaten anything? It doesn't appear so, no. I'm going to try to get some food from either, like, I don't know, a neighbor or steal it from a store. Double ding. I like you saying uh, that you might go ask a neighbor. Uh, That sounds smart. She holds up the piece of chalk and says, I wish my mom would come home. Hmm. She then hears a door open. Mom? Nothing. No one answers. And no one's there. Cut to the four boys asleep on their little roof community. 
Estrella is asleep in her apartment alone. And she's like asleep on like the chair. Like she's not asleep in bed. She's clearly sleeping like by the door. And we hear Estrella. (laughs) And Estrella says, Mama? And then we see a shadow stand up behind her and say, I'm here. (laughs) And a black hand reaches out and touches her shoulder and Estrella screams. (laughs) Cut to the next day, the next morning, Estrella is sitting in front of what appears to be like a garage door underneath her apartment. Like she clearly like ran out of the apartment and slept outside. Mm, Okay. She then hears something upstairs in her apartment so she go runs back in and says, Mama? Shine, who we know to be Shine, is there in the tiger mask stealing, stealing. her shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she goes over and tries to grab it back from him. And she rips off his mask or he rips off the mask. I, I'm not sure. But like in the shuffle, his mask comes off. And that's when we see that it's Shine. And Estrella says, it's my mom's. And Shine says, your mom doesn't need shit. The Hawaskas took her. He then he then jumps out the window and runs across the roofs. And Estrella watches him. Mm-hmm. Question three, what do you do? What does she do? I want to say follow him hand in hand. Double ding. Again, it's a crapshoot as to like, What's going to keep you safe moment to moment? So it's good to just sort of, in this exact moment, what's going to keep you safe (laughs) is sort of how we have to answer these questions. So Estrella yells out the window. he seems to know something. Correct. Yeah. He's definitely the definition of street smart, for sure. Mm -hmm. Estrella yells. like about my mom. Yes. Yes. Uh, Estrella yells. She came back last night. Estrella then turns because she hears a whisper and sees a shadow. So she runs back outside and, and is hyperventilating in front of that garage door again. So we're panning around town, just having like a little montage of the state of the town. Mm-hmm. And we see black ribbons tied to fences, you know, where someone has died. We uh-huh. see abandoned buildings, abandoned cars. Graffiti all over everything, just an utterly uninhabitable place. And she is just kind of like dangling her legs through, just like bored and hungry. And her neighbor, presumably, drives off because she waves to him. She then gets up and she hops across to the roof where Shine was. And she finds his tiger mask. He dropped it. So we now cut to Estrella approaching the boys' camp. And it's really cute. There's like graffiti on one of the walls of the four boys. Cute. And it says Baby Baby Moro, Pop, Tuxie, and Shine, El Jefe, the mm. boss. 
we then cut to the boys watching a movie. Like, they have a setup. They have stolen somebody's electricity. They have stolen someone's cable. Like, they Good are living you. their roof life. Hashtag stay and alive. Honestly, like, they are, they are resourceful little fucks. So, Pop is watching the movie, and he is, like, eating ramen, like, cup noodles. And... He's like, so much anger, dude. Bad vibes. Like talking to the guy in the movie. <laughs> All the boys are eating ramen and they're looking through Shiny's stuff that he found. Baby Moro is like putting popcorn into his ramen that he's eating. <laughs> into his cup noodles. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> and Tuxie is taking all the peas out of his cup noodles. Sure. I'm with you. And... Pop says, Shine, look what he's doing. Tell him he can't do that. And Shine says, those are your veggies, man. You've got to eat them. <laughs> oh, good job. So cute. Pop then is, you know, going through uh, Shine's stuff. He still has the gun that he stole from Kako. And he has another iPhone, right? We don't realize it's another iPhone, it's Kako's iPhone. We saw him take it. But Pop says, why do you have another iPhone? You haven't sold the other one that you had. Mm-hmm. Shine grabs it back from Pop and says, this one isn't for sale and puts it in his pocket. We then hear scuffling, bottles breaking, and they all turn and they see Estrella mm-hmm. standing there. They look at her. Shine recognizes her. And they're all like, who is this? And Shiny's like, some girl that won't get off my ass, like, just being a little (laughs) asshole. (laughs) Just being a little asshole. And Estrella just stands there and just says, I'm hungry. They all, like, get up really fast and, like, get in her face. And they're like, you can't join our gang because girls are bad luck. And Tuxie is like, yeah, tigers eat girls. Show them, Moro. And little Moro, like, holds up his stuffed tiger. And he's like, rawr, rawr. Oh, my God. You're so cute. I want to Moro is like, I mean, listen. He's not a cat, but he's close. <laughs> like, I was like. He's a tiger. I a baby would, tiger. Yeah. Like, I was like, I want to love this kid and snuggle this kid and maybe be a be a mom to this kid possibly <laughs> it was a crazy feeling um I mean they're all so cute mm-hmm. like they're all <sighs> them fucking trying to get each other to eat their vegetables I about I, I think that's when the sobbing began and then didn't <laughs> oh no and then didn't really ever end <laughs> so um here we go so they all get up into her face. Moro says, you know, Moro roars. Shine puts out his hand to and says, good luck, kiddo, to like shake her hand. And she's like, let me stay. Shine tries to like push her. He's like, no, get out of here. Get out of here. And she like stands her ground. And she's like, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go home. Pop then says, let her stay. The Huascas will pick her off soon enough anyway. Oof. Isn't that dangerous for you guys, though? Well, that's part of their issue. That's why they don't want girls in the gang. Um, Because the Hawaskas are into human trafficking. And little girls are trafficked. So Uh, 
I thought it was like so specifically her because of her mom. No. Just no. Any girl. Ugh. So in order to survive, there are all of these little gangs of boys and they believe that girls are bad luck because mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So now we cut to nighttime on the roof and Estrella is huddled in the corner of the roof just like freezing so a little removed from the boys like not in their little commune that they have Mm -hmm. like basically just kind of sitting in a corner hoping that they (laughs) if I just stay around long enough maybe they'll just let me in (laughs) that's exactly yeah that's exactly what it is she's just like I'll just follow six feet behind and hope (laughs) that proximity keeps me safe but Moro Little four-year-old Moro brings her a blanket and a single animal quacker. Oh, my gosh. Get in my womb. I love yeah. him. This is why I want to foster says, kids. Oh, my God. If you foster little Moro, like, I might steal him in the night <laughs> and take him and snuggle him. And just that sounds really give him little kisses that on his really cheeks. healthy for him. Yeah, totally, totally. Great, Great job. <laughs> she- <laughs> Parenting. <laughs> he's not a cat, <laughs> but he's so close. He's so cute. So she takes the animal cracker in the blanket, and she starts to say thank you, but like at full voice. And Morrow's like shh. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the boys hear and they're like, Moro, get back over here. God damn it. We now cut to her scavenging around the roof in like old popcorn bags, just like eating whatever she can find. Mm-hmm. Then she sees like an old Dorito bag under something. And so she like is trying to like pull it out from like underneath this heavy thing and black <laughs> hand on her shoulder. And she falls back and like scuttles back. And in the shadows, it's mom monster. And we can like never really see her. We literally just see this sort of like shadowy. Shadow it almost looks like she's made as made of like charcoal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. almost. But like we can we really can't see her. And we just hear, I'm here. Mom. Astrea screams. Shine wakes up and comes over to her and is like, Hoaskas? And Australia's like, no. Shine then gets really mad and is like, I will kick your ass if you wake me up again. And like storms back to his little tent. <laughs> Next day, Australia is asleep on the roof under the blanket that Moro brought her. Shine wakes her up and is like, wake up, wake up. Hawaskas are coming. We then, under the, under the roof, on the street, we see a car pull up with two guys in it that are mm-hmm. kind of looking all around and all the boys start running across the roofs and like jump to another roof, like j- mm-hmm, jump mm-hmm, over mm-hmm, a crevasse mm-hmm. and <laughs> yes, <laughs> a, ro- a roof crevasse, if you will. Sure, sure, sure. I don't think that's the technical term for that. But shouldn't it be? Shouldn't it be? The crevasse between houses. So... <laughs> Estrella is running after them, but Shine tries to be like, run somewhere else. Like, you're not in our gang. Run somewhere else. She doesn't. Shine then jumps over another roof crevasse, and the 
two dudes are like really close behind her. They've now climbed up a ladder up on the roof like on on the fucking Fuck. roof. They're probably still like ten couches away, but like they see them. I hope they fall in their crevasse. So. Estrella is like afraid to make the leap like it's a really big mm-hmm, leap mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so she yells for Shine and Shine is like Ugh! and he turns around and like coaxes her across we then see the two men are about to jump what do you do what does Shine do what do you do what does Shine do <laughs> they're gonna that's jump. a good strategy honestly I think you should <laughs> just, just keep singing keep to singing myself. Like happy little ditties. <laughs> it's a good strategy. Um, do I have things on me? You have a backpack of important things that you stole and would want to keep with you. I would say they're kind of. I would say they're kind of always ready to move, very quickly. Sure, sure, sure. I'm going to, like. Right when they start to jump, I'm going to throw something at them. So they're like, whoop, 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 whoop. And then they fall on the crevasse. Like a banana peel yeah. that they slip on? Yeah. Okay. And um, the question is. <laughs> you're trying to make it so that these guys don't follow you to the next roof. Like you're right. so that you have time to scuttle away. I think they're going to throw something too, hand in hand. Zero points. Fuck you. Well, they're smarter than me. I don't know. Shiny pulls out the gun he stole. Oh, the gun. I forgot. I and had a gun. shoots at them. Kept, oh, yeah. You got a big, pearly. I kept thinking, I kept thinking white. of the cell phone, and I was like, what if I throw the cell phone and they want the cell phone? That's just super <laughs> why. I have a gun. Yeah. I, Kim, you have a gun. You have a gun. You do. You have you have a mother of pearl embedded bedazzled gun. It Great. is a fancy schmancy gun. Great. That was that was a better idea. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. I was about to be like, sure, try it. And then I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? No. Throwing something at them is not going to work. Be just, you know, stand firm in your beliefs, Ketrin. <laughs> you don't just get to jump and someone's throwing something at you and then you get thrown off and then you're like oh my gosh i'm in a crevice now i'm in a, <laughs> you're in a what crevasse now crevasse sorry crevice. i didn't know what i didn't know what i know word we've had saying. this conversation but is are those two different words or i just pronounce yes. one differently they are two different words and what's the difference <laughs> can't remember to save my life I guess we'll but we have in fact mortem we yeah we have in fact post-mortem this and I was correct in my pretentiousness but I can't remember how or why so <laughs> let's just you know let's revisit yeah it's been a long time I also like to and we post-mortem the hoascas which I'm sure will be a raging good time for our post-mortem but I'd oh really like for to sure great I will do it um yeah, I just feel like, you know, at least yearly, you need to brush up on <laughs> your crevasse, crevasse. Uh, knowledge. You know, it's, it's like important. it's like those. Yeah, it's like those certifications you kind of have to re-up every year, you know. Yeah, it's, it's important life knowledge. 
for how mm-hmm. often we use both those words, obviously. 100. Once 100. a year. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See you next year. Provost. Uh, <laughs> so, Shiny shoots the. Oh, I'm so glad we're finding moments to laugh. Shiny. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what we're here for. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bring in the so, delay. Shiny shoots. He misses, but like sure. barely, and it, and it freaks these guys out. But, so they definitely like duck behind something to be like, I'll get you. Yeah, they're still being shot at. Right. Estrella is trying to get Shiny to keep running because basically he shoots and then is like, I'll get you, motherfucker, and is like trying to jump back over. Like he's Shiny. trying to be like, I'll fucking kill myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So Shiny has got some... I mean, the whole of Mexico has some unfi- unfinished business with the Huascas, clearly. But, like, Shine has personal business mm-hmm. with the Huascas, clearly. So she mm-hmm. gets him to keep running. What's up? I was just going to say, wouldn't that be all the children? Because that's why they are parentless for the most part. Uh- I yes, that? there's other there's other gangs though, and okay, there's other like reasons that people might okay. yeah, and it's like you know it's a drug war, so it's like there's other reasons that people might be orphaned, that kind of thing. Um, some people don't know what happened to their parents, just right. that kind of thing. So okay, so the two men have ducked behind something and are like they're yelling after them, like you have my phone, I'm gonna get you and kill you. So it's the phone. They want the fucking phone. Damn, I should have thrown the phone. (laughs) Right? Here you go. Okay, no, (laughs) bye-bye. Cut to Estrella. Does that mean that one of the guys is drunk guy? We'll find out later. Um, And the reason I say that is because his face, when we looked at him, was very difficult to see. Um, there is a guy saying, you have my phone, so presumably it is him. Okay. Um, but the 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 gang itself appears to want the phone, not just the guy mm-hmm. whose phone it is. Yeah. So we now cut to they've gotten away, and we cut to Estrella picking at like a wound on her elbow, and Shiny is with her, sitting next to her. Pop and Tuxie come running up and they're like they got Moro they got Moro <gasps> no! and they're like they left his little tiger plushy man they left his tiger he doesn't have his tiger no too soon to cry cry <laughs> girl I've been crying for like 20 minutes at this point Shiny is so upset. He, like, kicks something. You know, like, he's just devastated. And Australia asks, what do they do with the children that they take? And Pop says, they take them to El Chino and chop them up and sell them for parts. They're narco-satanics who do virtuals with them. And Tuxie says, rituals, man, not virtuals. <laughs> <laughs> And Pop is like, well, some of them might be virtual. And he's like, no, they happen for real. (laughs) (laughs) It was really cute. (laughs) Shine asks E 
like gets right up in Estrella's face and is like, do you know why they took Moro? And he says, it's because you're with us. Mm-hmm. And Estrella's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's because you took their phone. And Shiny is like, no, it's you. Like cuts her off. Mm-hmm. Like can't take responsibility. They walk away. All three of them are walking away from Estrella. And she says, I can make the Huascas disappear. Mm, what? They turn back to her. They walk <gasps> back over. And Shine pulls out the gun and hands it to her and says, okay, kill him. And you can stay with us. We'll take you to his house. Kako's house. That's who, they're, the, who owned the phone. Question five. What do you do? What does Estrella do? My first thought when she was like, I can make them disappear was one of her wishes, her little chalk mm-hmm. wishes. Um, mm-hmm. But now that I have a gun, <laughs> that kind of changes things. Um, <laughs> it's a different kind of wishing well. <laughs> <laughs> I think hand in hand, we have to do it. I'm not going to tell your points yet. Okay. <laughs> Cut to the four of them standing outside Kako's house. And there's like a big fence in front of it. And Destrea says, how do I get in? And Pop says, you jump. And Tuxi says, you knock. And Shine says, you kill him. Mm. And she's like, I can't. And Shine is like, he killed your mom. And she's like, yours too. She's like, you're the man. Aren't you supposed to do it? And Tuxie is like, true that, Shiny. <laughs> and Shiny is like, you don't turn into a man. They'll kill us all and turn us into satanic rituals. And Pop says, virtuals. He's like, <laughs> shut up, Pop. <laughs> he reiterates, he says, you don't kill him. He kills us all. Cut to Estrella slowly walking up to the house with this giant fucking gun. I mean, it's a handgun that's the size of her fucking forearm. It's too big for a baby. She turns back and they're like, keep going. So she goes up to the door and the door's open. So she pushes it and it's all dark inside. But the TV is on and we hear the news playing. And we see that Kako is asleep in a lazy boy in front of the TV. She slowly approaches and we hear the news anchor talking and we hear Servando Esparza, also known as El Chino, has strong ties to organized crime and the infamous Huascas gang works for him. El Chino has been directly involved in human trafficking, kidnapping, torture, and multiple homicides, on top of his connections with the drug trade. We then see Servando Esparza slash El Chino is the politician that we saw posters for all over the town. No. As the TV is saying this, and that's also... This guy. No, Kako works Kako. for El Chino. Okay. I, yeah, Kako, yeah. 
Okay. It was a little confusing because it's like they're talking about El Chino as killing people, but then they're also specifically saying Kako killed your mom, but it's sort of like an all-encompassing the Huascas killed No, yeah, I just forgot his name. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as the TV is saying this, Estrella holds the gun up to his sleeping head. She starts shaking. Then she holds up another piece of chalk and says, I wish I didn't have to kill him. Then something kind of slithers around out of her wrist and around the gun. And she's like, (gasps) and at that moment, Kako's hand falls off the chair. She comes around. He already has a gunshot in his head. We then see this little snake slither out her pant leg, right? And at that moment, we cut back out to the boys and they hear a gunshot. Cut back to Estrella. The snake is slithering under this door. So she runs to the door and opens it. And it's like a garage or a back room or something. And it's a bunch of little boys, including Moro, in cages. Oh, no. Cut to her, walking out, holding little Moro's hand with two other little boys that she rescued. She then hands the gun back to Shine, And Shine looks like he's about to cry and storms off. And the other boys are like hugging and kissing little Moro. And they're like, you kept all your pieces, buddy. <laughs> and they hand him his tiger back. And I <laughs> sobbed for so long. I think the thing that was like initially sparked the tears, like initially opened the floodgates was all of it, but also like <laughs> seeing specifically Shine, who is, you know, Willow's age, with the the look on his face of a fifty year old man, mm-hmm. and having to make decisions that you or I couldn't imagine making as adults Mm -hmm. like as human beings we couldn't imagine making these choices and here's this little 11 or 12 year old 12 year old who's it's just it was the and the acting of these I mean it was it was unbelievable I was like Issa Lopez how did you somehow transport an adult human soul into (laughs) this little child actor because it's incredible so Now the four boys, no, I'm sorry, now the six boys mm-hmm. and Estrella are on their little roof tent. So they've gone back to their little roof community. Tuxie and Pop are acting out what they think happened. <laughs> so they're like pretending to be Estrella and Kako. And they're like, no more eating kids or pizza, Kako. Bang, bang. <laughs> so cute. Oh my gosh. And the the other one like pretends to die 
And he's like, no more pepperoni for you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So cute. It's so cute. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Shine is sitting next to Estrella. And he is not participating in the fun. Yeah. And Shine asks, how did you do it? Question six what do you do? What did, What does she say? What do you say? Oh, by the way, question five, you got a double ding because she does go and Yay. attempt to, you know, she goes, goes to kill him. To, yeah. to tell or not to tell, that is the question. <laughs> I think I'm going to tell him the truth. Okay. Because I think it could be helpful. In some way, shape, or form to know that someone else had already shot him, you know, like just in terms mm-hmm. of life. And then also to like make him trust me more. Okay. Like, you know, I think she like tells the story and doesn't tell him the truth. Maybe. Hey. Double ding. She doesn't tell a story per se. But she's not honest. And based on your answer, like, she she doesn't do what you said, which I agree may have been a better choice. We'll learn why later. She just says, I made a wish. That's all she says. Mm-hmm. Shine says, if I had wishes, I'd kill him. Or if I had had wishes, I would have killed him. Mm-hmm. But I don't have shit. Then the phone fucking rings. Hello. Kako's fucking Uh-oh. phone. <clears throat> uh, now it's an iPhone, just so you know. And I will post mortem this, by the way, what I'm about to tell you. I had to rewind it. Here's what we see. We see the phone ring. We see that it's uh, Tio, I think, is the name. We see... Shine hit the end button, but over and over and over again. He then, it then takes him to the passcode screen and he puts in 66666, which appears to unlock it. So I don't know if he knows how to unlock iPhones or if he, he had, in fact, figured out the passcode. It's unclear. But regardless, he's then able to flip through the pictures for a second. Clearly, he's already looked at them, though. Flips through the pictures for a second and then puts it back in his pocket. He had already looked through them? It, it The way, like, the, the look on his face, there was no surprise there. It's mm. as if what it read to me was as if he was waiting for a call because somehow that is he knows how to unlock it if you end a call or something like that. I'll postmortem all of this, but that's that's what I saw on the screen is is what happened. Mm-hmm. Estrella, so he puts it back in his pocket. Estrella then says, "Why are you mad?" And Shine says, "Tuxie's grandma was shot at a funeral." Mm-hmm. Pop's brothers were picked up on the highway. Morito saw something so bad, 
he stopped speaking. <laughs> All because of that guy and his piece of shit brothers. Mm. Estrella then says, but now Kako is dead and Shiny storms off. The other boys then pull Estrella in to dance to some song that's on TV. So like they have accepted her. Shiny is mm-hmm. struggling. He's struggle bus still. Oh. Oh, my. Twas that. <laughs> Surprise myself. <laughs> Just pulled, pulled that right out by accident. Your, your <laughs> sounds of surprise make me really happy. <laughs> They're just like, it's, I think it's because like it's not a typical sound that one would like, if there was a list of sounds, you wouldn't be like, this one belongs to Kim Burns. <laughs> Like it just sounds like it's not it do, it's not it doesn't quite match, but it is in fact your sound. They're always yeah, they're a little they're like always, deep. I feel like deep sounding, they're, and they're just is? they're and they're a little clumsy. Like they're just kind of <laughs> they're oh like they're. <laughs> it's as if like a sound is escaping you as opposed to you making a sound. <laughs> That's. A great description because that's actually how it feels for me too. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's I have no control over it. It's <laughs> delightful. It truly is. I love it. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say before I was so rudely yes, interrupted by the sound <laughs> escaping my body. <laughs> yeah, rude. Uh, um, was I feel like. Uh, He's like mad at himself for not doing it himself, basically, and so he's kind he of is. like you know being mad yeah. at her, but really he's mad at himself, sort of thing. That's exactly what it is, and you know all you need to know from the alleyway conversation where he says they took Moro because of you, and Estrella says, "Nope, it's because you have their phone." They mm-hmm. pretty much said we're after you because. Because you have our phone. And he was like, nope. Like, he just, he's in denial. Cut to all of them sleeping at night. And Estrella is sleeping under a blanket and starts coughing, like, really hard. Like, the type of cough where it's like something is in your throat that you immediately have to get out. And she's coughing, coughing. She sits up. And a little bat or little dragon flies out of her mouth. Mm, what? <laughs> she I don't then that <laughs> flying out of my mouth. Or a little dragon. I mean to be fair, I think the little like dragon would be very cute, cute. But I still don't the want bat it was kind of cute me. too. Well that's why it got out. That's why I it said I'm coming it to be out coming now. From me. It can be around yeah. me. I mm-hmm. don't want it to be Coming from in, in you, in me coming out. It's sure, like my sounds. Sure. <laughs> uh, yes, your sounds are tiny little dragon tiny bats. Tiny dragon bats. Yes. Cute. Uh, I mean, Australia wasn't a huge fan of it either. <laughs> sure. Because uh, she immediately like lay back down and like got under the covers to be like, what's inside me? <laughs> we then see mom monster. <sighs> Rising up next to her and Estrella, I think the mom voice says something. And so Estrella like scoots away as fast as she can and hides behind a wall. Mm -hmm. 
she then hears the mom voice coming from an empty cup noodles sitting next to her as if it's like a can that you hold up to your ear. Also, I'm very upset that I keep saying cup noodles. <laughs> I was just about to make a statement about it. It's like you're you know having the you're having the Mandela effect within yourself. And I'm like, yes. why are you calling it cup noodles? Yes. No one's so, ever done okay. that in my dimension. I'm gonna Maybe take that's a, little... a weird thing that happens in this dimension. I don't know. So we're gonna take a little we're going to take a little scenic route for a second, everybody. Don't worry. We'll get back to the horribly depressing uh, <laughs> child movie in a moment. <laughs> okay. I, the, the universe that I grew up in, it is cup of noodles. Same. Then why are you saying yes. cup noodles right now, you weirdo? Because somebody said, it's, there is no uh, it's cup noodles. And I said, you're fucking full of shit and you can go fuck yourself. And then they showed it to me. At a grocery store, and it says cup noodles. Yeah. So the current reality but that, that doesn't we are mean in, you have to it's change. Cup noodles. That's like saying Baron Stain Bears Don't or whatever. Don't even start with me with that one. <laughs> so I guess I it didn't feel good, and I don't think I'm going to continue to do it. Thank you. I'm going to say cup of noodles because that's what it should be called, and that's what it's called in our universe. I was giving it a try, and I didn't like it. Yeah, we don't. So yeah, it's yeah. It was created in well, a dimension that we weren't created in, and so yes, it feels exactly. So it, yes, and, and incongruent. <clears throat> I also discovered my very own Mandela effect the other night, where for some reason. Eric and I were talking about Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. And we're talking, talking, talking. And Eric says, did you ever hear about that like crazy movie that Corey Haim and Corey Feldman did with Nicole Eggert where they have like really raunchy like sex scenes in it? Mm -hmm. And I went, well, that's incredibly inappropriate like why would Nicole Eggert sign on to like do a movie with like teenagers where she's having sex with them and Eric was like well they were adults and I was like well well no Corey Haim died when he was a teenager and he was like he absolutely did not they had a reality show he died in like the 2000s and I was like no I know when he died like I know what he I know what his obit photo looked like I he died in the 90s and like it was really sad and he died of a drug overdose and like that's that's when he died like he hasn't made it he didn't make any movies after he was a teenager because he died and Eric was like I'm sorry to blow your mind but here's the reality show (laughs) and I was just like this is my own personal Mandela effect like I was like I in Corey Haim in my universe died in like the early 90s I mean, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) He died from eating the peas. He Um, did. Yeah. I. Eric's story sounds more familiar to me, Mm -hmm. um, but I also don't have like mega specifics to be like, absolutely. It was this age or this time. You know what I mean? But yeah, I do remember it being not close to the time that he was like a superstar. Right. Like it was later. Yeah. And I, I, it was, I fucking Doctor Who'd it 
in our living room. Like it you was sound wild. like you're describing River Phoenix. Nope. He died around the same time as River Phoenix. And that's why it was such a big deal because all of these these kids were dying. These early like these 80s like kid stars. It was like River Phoenix died and now Corey Hames died. All right. That's you guys have ever anyone who thinks that Corey Hames died as a teenager around the time River Phoenix needs to write us immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I it's not like I'm like. Clearly in this dimension, I'm that's not correct. Like, it's not like I'm positing that, you know, Eric doctored some video footage of older Corey Hayden. Yeah, like, no, I'm not I just need that. to know if this other is an actual lived other in that dimension. dimension thing or. Yeah. Or if I was alone in that dimension. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or <laughs> you're just remembering things wrong. Yeah. Um, who knows? Because. That's interesting. Why in the flipping fuck? So much of the oh, same because I've been dimension. saying cup noodles. I know. So I how were we not in the same dimension when I know that Corey Haim died? I don't know. I don't know how dimensions work. <laughs> I thought we were traveling <laughs> together ever since we've known each other. Did you just I did out too. for a little bit? I guess so, but only for a minute, apparently. <laughs> Who are you? Only, I don't know. Which version of you are you? <laughs> I'm the cup of noodles version for sure. Well, I'll take that at least. Yeah. What are we doing? Okay. Back to the horribly depressing story. Here we go. She hears the mom's voice coming from a cup of noodles, an empty cup of noodles. So she picks it up and holds it to her ear and hears, they're coming to get you. And Estrella says, I didn't kill him. And the mom voice says, the one who did is coming for you. Right. See? That's why I said to be honest. She holds the cup closer to her ear and we see a black hand coming out of it and saying, and he will find you. And she drops mm. the cup really fast. The voice continues to say, you have to bring him. Okay, I can do that, Mom. Question seven. What do you do? What do they, her, do? I'm going to tell the boys. Okay. Like, what really happened? And that the killer's coming for me, us. Okay. I think she's going to do the same, hand in hand. That's one and a half. She does not tell them the truth, but she does say they're coming for us. So we cut to Pop and Tooksie waking up Shiny. And they say, Astrea says we need to find another place. And one of them says, yeah, with our own rooms and a pool <laughs> and a soccer field and a zoo, everything. Aww. And Shiny says, no such thing. And Tooksie or Pop is like, told you, like being like, no such place exists. Astrea says, says to Shiny, she's like, we have to move because they know that we're here. Like they came and found us once. Right, like they know true. that we're here. So they all start packing up. They take her advice. 
We now cut to them all rolling down the street with the two extra boys in tow as well. And Moro is so cute. He's on a little tricycle and he's just waving his head back and forth <laughs> I like love this. It. So when you say and- rolling down the street, you mean they're on bikes or <laughs> one is a- one is on a tricycle. One is on a skateboard. Okay. Two are in a shopping cart. There's a lot of rolling. I was going to have a follow up of being like, do you mean they're actually rolling something or rolling in a way? Or was that your slang way of saying they're going? Uh, No, I would say, I would say four out of seven children are are using, are rolling, which, which constitutes a group roll in my opinion. So group roll, (laughs) a group roll. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. So Estrella catches up with Shine, who is on a skateboard and is like, are you still mad? He doesn't answer. Moro pulls at Shine's sleeve to get his attention and points back to the two new boys mm-hmm. who are crying. Oh. Now, the two new boys are closer, are probably, they're older than Moro for sure, but, but they're the a little they're a little bit younger, mm-hmm. possibly. And Pop says they miss their brother. Their brother is in Brayan's gang. Mm-hmm. And Shine is like, fine, go. And Pop is like, they're afraid to go by themselves because Estrella killed Kako. So they're like, we don't want to just go off by ourselves. And, you know, like Estrella seems like she knows how to kill bad guys. So we're freaked out, you know. Mm-hmm. And Shine is like, so I'm the asshole as to take him back to Brayan. Cut to them taking them back to Brayan. Mm-hmm. Brayan's gang lives under a bridge. They have lit a grand piano on fire to see what would happen. <laughs> uh like you do. It was fascinating, honestly. It made a lot of cool noises because oh. as you burn as you burn the strings, it's like doink, boing, oh, yeah. doink. <laughs> it's kind of fun. I was like, I'm here. Let's for light it. a piano. If, if yeah. we had grand pianos to waste, we'd do that on a postmortem for sure. Oh, for sure. If we had them so, at all, and then also had them to waste. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, have neither. We, no. So. The two boys run up and hug their brothers. Brayan yells at the two brothers and is like, no, they're Kako's now. Like being like, I'm not trying to fuck with Kako. Like he took them. They're his. Fuck. Shine comes up and is like, Kako's dead. And Brayan is like 18. Like he's, this is an older gang of boys. And old yeah, and Brian so doesn't believe. Have him. you watched the show? This is a side note for no reason except joy. Uh, have you yeah, seen the great. show Abbott Elementary it. at all? Not yet, but I ever it's so many people have told me about it. So fun! I can't wait. And there's a scene because <laughs> it takes place in Philly. Yeah, and there's oh, a I didn't scene know that. That's fun. where she's teaching them Philly slang as sight words. So like adorable. John is, John? is on there, <laughs> and like Hoagie and oh, God, I love that. and then she <laughs> has this whole teaching of like old heads and young boys, and like that's what we used to call people at the rack. Old heads and young boys. 
No, it's not boys. It's like young bows. I don't know how to say it. It's oh, like a little. That's it's like cute. A, like young bows. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's Kim like, taught me how to sight read the word John. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, J A W N. We had a whole uh, sp- t- definition tutorial. Sp- yeah, uh, teaching about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it reminded me of the rack where's like where people hung out, and it was like the old heads. Were, like I love it. So yeah. So this is and this is the, the old heads. heads. Yeah. So this is the old heads. I'll tell you why this scene broke my heart in a whole new way when we get there. So Shiny comes up, says he's dead. Brian doesn't believe him. What do you do? What did they do? They being our gang. What was? What did you just say before the question? Uh, that Shiny says Kako is dead and Brian doesn't believe him. Oh, maybe I'll say, they oh, go ahead. are like, wait, no, give me a hint. Sure, hello. It's something. It's something they say. They don't necessarily do anything. Okay. <laughs> Did I just wordle you? Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> so. They just say, "No, we killed him." <laughs> um. Is that what they say? We killed him. We killed him. Oh, because they say he's dead. And he's like, we killed him. Australia killed him. Okay. That's what hand in hand. Hand in hand. They say what? They say who killed him? We did. Does it have to be a specific person? One point. I'll give you, no, I'll give you one and a half points. Because they specifically say, Tuxie specifically says Estrella killed him. And Shine is like, shut the fuck up. Like, that is private information. Okay. Brian then looks at, uh, because they said he's dead. They didn't say, you know, we killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Brian gets in Shine's face. And this was where I cried again, where I was like, this 18-year-old boy is talking to a 12-year-old like they're equals, like they're both heads of a gang without acknowledging that this is like a child. It was just really hard to watch. So Brian is like, send a girl to do your job, huh, Shine? Mm-hmm. And Shine gets back up in Brian's face and says, in my gang, girls are stronger than all you pussy wipes. Oh, shit. Wow. And Brian says, if you killed Kako, Chino and all the Huascas are going to kill you. Mm-hmm. And Shiny says, we'll hide. And Brian says, where? Cut to. Oh, no. And then the piano's, piano explodes <laughs> with cool string sounds. Shiny then looks back at Estrella. Smash cut to our four kids, no, five kids, battering down a door to a giant abandoned mansion looking type thing. It looks gargantuan. They go in and it is in fact an old abandoned mansion. So we see a giant spiral staircase, a chandelier, a fish pond 
in the floor <laughs> of one of the rooms. <laughs> Obviously overgrown, <laughs> cobwebs, whatever. Um, and they go up to the fish pond and Pop and Tuxie are like, this one's Morito, this one's Estrella. And they're like, it's our zoo, but just with fish. We found it. We found a we found a place with a room for all of us and a zoo. And then they go, if there's a zoo, then there's a soccer field. And Pop and Tuxie run off so happy. Moro like leaps into Estrella's arms and she like kisses him and swings him mm. around. And then he runs after Pop and Tuxie with his little tiger. Shine is like soccer field my ass. We now cut to Estrella walking down the hallway with blankets that she found. And she hears the mom monster whisper, Estrella. She turns and the trail of blood is following her. It then forks off three ways and two forks go up the walls and sort of make these Rorschach designs on the wall. She ducks into a room and uses her third piece of chalk and draws a line at the threshold Mm -hmm. and the blood doesn't cross it. Mm. She then backs up into the room and hears someone crying. It's shiny. Oh, buddy. And she just sweetly puts her hand on his back and he says, it should have been me Mm. that killed him. that moment the phone rings question nine what do you do what does shiny do mm. the person calling it says tio tio is kako's brother for some reason i feel like he's gonna answer it okay i'm gonna fucking six 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 unlock it again but not answer don't fucking answer the phone, man. Don't fucking answer the phone. Honestly, like, throw that shit into a crevasse, dude. <laughs> so he picks up the phone. Like, Astrea tries to, like, get him to not mm-hmm. answer it. Like, it's like, no. He slides it open, and we hear Tio say, give me my fucking phone. That little bitch killed my brother, and I'll kill you. Shine hangs up and is like, fucking brain because he realizes the only way that he would know who killed Kako is if brain told him well shit that's why saying Estrella killed him was not a good move we then hear Pop and Tuxie yelling from somewhere downstairs Shine and Estrella go running to see what's the matter They're now in this, like, downstairs, like, I don't know, downstairs giant, giant, giant ballroom, huge thing. Mm -hmm. And they're like, there's no soccer pitch, but we found these. And it's a box of soccer balls. And they, like, dump them all out. And it's a montage of, like, them playing soccer with, like, a ripped up goal and shit. And Moro Mm -hmm. is the goalie. And he's just, like, standing (laughs) in it, like, trying to block all the balls. We then cut to them decorating balls with, like, markers. And 
Estrella is like drawing a face on hers and Shine says, let me see it. And he looks at it and he's like, looks like Kako and goes over and he stabs it and deflates it. Mm -hmm. And everyone kind of like looks at him and is like, way to make it weird, man. Thanks for ruining our fun time that we're trying to have for once in our life, bro. Yeah. So he feels bad. And he gives her his. He's like, you can have this one. And Tuxie is like, why did you draw kitty cats on yours, Shine? And he says, they're tigers. They'll protect her. Hmm. So we now cut to later. And Shine is kind of standing off in a dark corner somewhere, just kind of lighting this lighter over and over again. And Estrella has Moro sitting on her lap and Moro is crying and she's like, we'll fix it. See, look, all better. She's like sewing up Moro's tiger while he sits on her lap. And Shine is brooding and playing with the lighter. Shine looks on as Estrella is like sweetly mothering Moro. Mm-hmm. And Estrella is like, no, go play. And she kisses Moro on the face and he like rubs it off and is like, Ugh! and runs off. my uterus grew three sizes that day (laughs) and shiny says to estrella why do you have wishes and estrella pulls out the chalk and just holds it up to him cut to one of them playing in like water that's falling from the ceiling and he's got an umbrella and he's just like (laughs) dancing in the in the water oh my gosh so cute cut to nighttime with a light turning on and off so like they've they have battery power or something i don't know but like they're able to turn a light on and off and it's pop like making scary faces every time moro switches the light on and shiny is then like what turn it off because we can see that it's making a light in the window Mm -hmm. Cut to next day, Estrella is by the fish, and Shine sits with her, and Shine says, these fishes are like tigers. They escaped their cage. And Estrella says, poor tiger. She says, he had a home and a mom in the jungle. Now he's all alone and scared. And Shine says, no. He's been through all the bad stuff. And now he's free to go anywhere he wants. Mm -hmm. He's the king of his own fucked up kingdom. And tigers are not afraid. afraid. Oh, God. (laughs) (sighs) At some point, we learn, I'll tell you now, that, I think it's in this conversation, that the reason that... Shine has kept the phone is because there is a picture in Kako's phone of Shine's mother mm-hmm. after she was taken. Mm-hmm. So she's beaten and bloodied and it is not the last image you want of your mother. But Shine says it's all I have. It's the only picture I have of my mom. Oh. <sighs> uh. 
then I think Shiny, I think Shiny passes the phone to Estrella, and I think he says, "Is your mom's picture in the phone?" And mm-hmm. she says, "No." Um. And so Shiny says, "Do you have any pictures of your mom?" And Estrella says, "I left them all home." And we see a flash to as Estrella is saying this to Estrella's apartment and we're just seeing the pictures hung on the wall. Mm-hmm. And one is a picture of mom holding her hand over Estrella's eyes and Estrella is laughing and we see the green bird bracelet mm-hmm. plain as day in the picture. In this in this time in the apartment uh, we see a hand holding the picture like as if someone is looking at it mm. as Estrella is talking mm-hmm. about it. And Estrella continues, uh, oh no. And then Shine says, I left mine too. Like I left mm-hmm. all the pictures mm-hmm. in my house too. And they burned the house down. They poured gasoline all over it and threw this in. And he holds up the lighter that he's been playing with. Mm. Flash to him walking around his burned up home Mm -hmm. and just kind of grabbing whatever he can. Shine says they grabbed my mom as we were running out of the burning house. (sighs) And he says, what are you going to do with your last wish? And Estrella says, I can't bring your mom back. Shine says, now this is the first time I noticed it. It was very subtle and they're so dirty Shine has a burn on the side of his face. Mm-hmm. And he starts touching his face and he says, maybe you could get rid of this burn on my face. Mm-hmm. Question 10. What do you do? What does Estrella do? Mm. I mean, that's my last wish. I'd like to help you out. It seems like. There's more important things we need to stay alive with these wishes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think she does. I'm not going to. I'm going to be like, I think it makes you look tough. Oh, that's really cute. He would love that. You you look good with it. One point. She says, no. Every time I use a wish... Something bad happens. Oh, that too. Yeah, I don't want some fucking creepy baby dragon crawling out of your cheek. Yeah, or like I asked for my mom back, but she's a mom monster. Yeah. Or, you know, I wish to not have to kill Kako and like now they're after us and know that like it's it just they don't seem to work out the way that I want them to kind of thing. And... Shine says, what do you mean? And before he can finish his sentence, she runs off. Like, oh, upset. she said, I wish for it to not find it. Got it, got it, got it, yeah. got it. So we cut to Shine, and he, at, he is at Estrella's old apartment. Oh, shit. And we see that he went back. To, get to grab the picture. <laughs> oh, gosh. Why? Why? Oh, gosh. So the hand. It was, it was his The hand. hand that we saw. Yeah, it was his hand. 
I, this is so cute that like you're crying now. <laughs> so he's in her apartment and a plastic bag blows by from nowhere. Where's that wind coming from? And then a wind blows through and we see shadow of monster mom walk by the window. Cut to shiny running out of the house. So he's and not. He's grabbed. Uh. Yes. Grabbed by Kako's brother. Oh no. And Tio says, Where's the phone? Does that little bitch who killed my brother have it? You're gonna take me to them. Question eleven, what do you do? What does he do? I mean, I think we both fight. Like, we're definitely not taking him to our friends hand in hand. No way. One point. I don't, we don't hear how he got the information, but I can't give you a point for him. I'll tell you what happens in a second. We now cut to Pop, Moro, and Tuxie putting on a talent show. And Tuxie. I love them. Yeah. And Tuxie is pretending to be like a really hard ass Simon, Simon Cowell type judge. <laughs> And uh, Pop comes out to, like, do his talent. And he's got, like, Christmas lights wrapped around his head attached to a battery pack. Mm -hmm. And he starts, like, beatboxing. (laughs) And Tuxie looks over at Moro. And Moro does the, like, (laughs) cutthroat gesture being like, nope. And then the lights go off. And Pop's like, fuck, man. And, uh, you know, they're just, like, being cute or whatever. And, like, you're out of here or something. I love them so much. They're so cute. Estrella then like looks over the over a balcony into the theater like it's an actual theater that mm-hmm. this rich person had to see what they're doing. Cut to E walking alone through the huge expansive area presumably like going down and around to go to the theater but it's like a giant space. As she's walking she sees and hears Kako's brother on the phone looking for her, being like, yeah, I'm here. I found where they are. So that's why I didn't give you a point for him because we don't hear him say, here's where my friends are, but he finds them. So we can only presume that he got the information somehow. Who knows how? And so Estrella runs and she is trying all these doors. They're all locked. She finally finds one that's unlocked and goes in and is now holding the door closed because she can't lock it. And Tio on the other side is like trying to get in. At the same time, Mom Monster rises up and says, Bring him to me. (laughs) Yeah. Estrella is holding the door closed from Tio. Mom Monster rises up right next to her and I wrote such creepy movement and they're covered in like blood and plastic but like you never get a close look at them. You just see like the twitchy movement thing that's so fucking terrifying. Then she looks around and there's dozens of bodies. Mm. She now looks and sees there's dozens of bodies standing there being like, Mm. bring him to us. Bring him to where the dead wait for him. Mm-hmm. And Estrella is terrified. 
a bunch more bodies like start coming towards her. And uh, at that moment, you know, like, so Estrella is distracted. It's not holding the door as tight. And Tio gets in and grabs Estrella. He then carries her into another room and we see another guy holding Shine. And they, so they're holding, one guy is holding Shine, one guy is holding Estrella. And they say, where's the phone to Estrella? I'm going to loosen you up, bitch. Okay. Question 12. What do you do? What do they do? It's only Shine and Estrella that we can see. I think hand in hand we give them the phone. I don't know what else to do. Zero points. They don't give him the phone. There is a reason why they wouldn't give him the phone. As soon as they hand over the phone, they're going to kill them. Sure. The phone is their only collateral. Sure. But as Estrella is brought into the same room as Shine, Shine screams for Estrella. The guy then holding Shine is shot, dead. And everyone looks around, confused. And we see that Moro is sitting on the ground with the gun, holding his ears after the loud noise. So he and, shot him? Mm-hmm. The guy holding Estrella then lets Estrella go and pulls out a gun and shoots Moro in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Moro doesn't even cry. He just looks down confused at the blood on oh, his hands. Baby. And... Shine screams, like scream cries. And it was like the first time that Shine like looked like a child. Pop then comes out from behind something where he was hiding and stabs the guy that shot Moro in the back of the leg. Tuxi and Pop then grab Moro and Shine grabs Estrella. Cut to the four of them sitting around uh, Moro's body. And his eyes are frozen open and he's blue. And Shine tries to close his eyes. And they put his tiger in his arms and cover him over with a blanket. Sorry. Um... And so they're all just, they appear to be in some sort of like tower of the mansion because um, it's like got a circular window looking out over the whole town. And uh, Shiny says, no, Estrella says, why do they want this phone so badly? And Shiny says, it must be something. And so he unlocks the phone and he starts looking through the videos because remember, Shiny, like, he just wanted he just wanted to see a picture of his mom. Like, it's not right. like he was really into, like, investigating the phone. Yeah. 
So he does know the passcode then. It's not, I guess. Like, it's yeah, not but a it's secret like phone call situation. I I guess. Yeah. Um. Uh, he comes to a video. And he's watching it, but Estrella and Pop and Tuxie can hear the video, but they're not watching it. And it is a man uh, beating a woman to death. Mm-hmm. And Estrella screams for Shiny to, to stop playing it. And a bat flies out of her mouth. The other boys don't appear to have seen the bat. And then we hear a gunshot from the video. Mm-hmm. And the woman is dead. The video continues, and we see that the video was being filmed by someone who was hiding, like, filming this. Mm -hmm. And then the person who who killed the woman turns around and says, what the fuck are you doing? And it's Chino, the politician. That so Kako was filming Chino doing this and got his face on camera as collateral, mm-hmm, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Question 13. What do you do? What do they decide to do? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, Dive into a cup of noodles. <laughs> cup noodles. <laughs> cup noodle, please. <laughs> I see no way out of this one. Agreed. I watched it and I see no way out of this one. <laughs> I know what happened and I see no way out of this one. <laughs> oh, I just feel like if they get it, they're going to kill me. If they don't get it, they're going to kill me. Right. I don't really need anything from them at this point except for them to leave me the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. How do I make them leave me the fuck alone? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, does it have to do with the phone and the video? Yeah. Okay. I mean, part of me is like, give it to like the news or something. That just seems like they would get more mad at me. <laughs> I like that you're con- calling it them being mad at you. <laughs> like- <laughs> They're going to be so mad at me. They'd be pretty <laughs> mad at me. They'd be pretty mad. No, you're not like wrong. I. If you think they're mad at me now, just, just I did that. Yeah, be really mad. A real spanking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Other things that I'm thinking are like, oh, we send it to El Chino to be like, just, just get somehow protection somehow to be like, hey, they're trying to do this to you so um i'm gonna say one of us does one of those things and the other does the other (laughs) and um if one of them happens to be right then put it in that box Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) uh (laughs) half half point for both (laughs) one 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 point you were warm there's nothing to do (laughs) Estrella says, Estrella says, call Chino. Oh, okay. So Shine. Half point indeed. <laughs> yep. 
So Shine calls Chino. And Chino answers and says, you have my phone. And Estrella says, well, it's not your phone. (laughs) Correct. Yes. He says, sorry, Estrella says, we'll give it back to you if you make the Huascas go away. Great. Chino says, meet me at the old abandoned spa at 7 a.m. If you don't, I'll find you and do to you what I did to Kako. Because you didn't kill him, even if that's what you're telling everyone. Mm. Because he didn't give me his phone. Mm Mm-hmm. All of the boys are staring at Estrella now, furious. Chino hangs up, and Shine is sobbing with rage and calling her a liar and saying, because she lied, Moro is dead. They all leave her there with Moro's body and tell her to stay with Moro's body. Cut to Shine tagging a wall where the three of the boys are waving goodbye to Moro. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, gosh. Cut to nighttime, and Estrella is still in the tower, and she kisses Moro goodnight and goes to leave the tower. As she's walking out, Moro's ghost is standing there. Mm. His little tiger that was in Moro's body's arms walks over to the ghost and ghost Moro picks it up. Estrella then looks back at the body and the body is now sitting up underneath the blanket. Mm. She then hears a whisper, another dead one because of him. Bring him to us and Estrella looks around and there are bodies everywhere Mm. in the tower cut to pop and tuxie calling for shine shine they find him and they ask to use the phone and he hands them the other one Mm -hmm. not kako's phone and they say no 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 we need kako's we don't have the code for this one So now I know that he definitively figured out the fucking code and can unlock it whenever he wants. And he hands it to them and they run off. And Shine is like, no, and like goes chasing after them. Cut to Estrella leaving the tower and the bodies are chasing her. Hmm. The bodies then meet her in the alley and there's more of them in the alley. And the bodies all say, bring him to where he left us all. She runs into some little place and hides and she pulls her shirt over her head and is going, tigers are not afraid. Tigers are not afraid. Tigers are not afraid. Oh, gosh. That's so cute. A bunch of hands then come through the grate that she's sitting next to and start grabbing at her. And a bat dragon flies out of the little grate again. And the stream of blood goes out the door. 
she runs out after it. Cut to the three boys. Shine is trying to get the phone back. Pop and Tooksie are like, we need to show the cops because they'll go get Chino. And Shine says, the cops won't do shit. And I'm like, will they? There's a cop car right around the corner. Question 14, what do you do? What do they do? I'm not going to show the cops. Okay. I don't think the cops are going to help. Okay. Um, I think they want to, but I think Shine stops them. One point. The two of them go. Shine stays behind. And they pull up to the window and they just play the video. And they say, I think the translation was a little off on this, but it was like very sweet. The what I think was a mistranslation because Pop says, we'd like to report a crime, a crime against human kindness. Mm -hmm. And the cops are watching the video. And the one in the driver's seat turns to his partner and says, do you see who the fuck that is? And the cop next to him goes, fuck that, and drives off. Mm -hmm. And the boys are running after them like, please, no, no. And Shine is just standing there like, told you. Fucking told you. Mm -hmm. Pop and Tooksie are like, so what? We go to Chino and get whacked? And Shine is like holding the phone now and like looking at the video and he stops. He's not paying attention to them. And he zooms in and he zooms in on the woman and he zooms in on her hands that are tied above her head and sees a bracelet of green birds. Shine then pulls out the picture he took from Estrella's house and runs off. Oh, I'm so sorry. I have full body chills. What? Uh... Yeah. Back to the tower and Moro's body. She is gone and the three of them are there. So they all ran back to the tower where they had left Estrella and she's gone. And they're like, she left poor Moro. They're like, that's just mean. And they sit around him. And they're like, we got to pull the blanket up. He must be cold. And the three of them pick up Moro's body and they comment like how stiff it is. And Shiny is like, yeah, that's what happens. Because these little babies just know what happens after someone dies. And uh, so now we cut to Estrella sitting on a swing set by herself. And then we see that Moro's ghost is sitting next to her. And he says, they're burying me. Mm. I'm cold. And she says, where? And Moro says, all over. Remember, we've never heard Moro speak before. Mm. So she's, he says, I'm cold. She says, where? He says, all over. And she says, no, where are they burying you? We then cut to the three of them with a box that they've chained up and locked and they're rolling it on like a pallet with wheels and they appear to be on the edge of a bridge. So there's water beneath them. 
Pop and Tooksie, uh, Estrella comes up, like, you know, knew where they were. And Pop and Tooksie call her a heartless liar. Shine then comes up to her and says, I have something to tell you. Mm-hmm. He hands her the picture that he took and she kisses it. And then he says, the video we saw, never mind, later. Estrella then says, they'll find us and kill us. Question 15, what do they decide to do? What do you decide to do? I'm going to go to where all the dead bodies are and hang out there for them to find me and for all the ghosts to kill them. Okay. What do they do? I mean, they don't know anything about that besides her. Mm -mm. They just were told to meet Chino at the old abandoned spot 7 a.m. or they would all die. I guess they go to the spa. <laughs> Just for a little spa day. They need a break. They're having a tough time. <laughs> spa day. Spa day. <laughs> so she says, We have to go to Chino. Pop and Tuxie and Shine say, But first, Moro. They push Moro over the bridge. And the box falls into the water. And Tuxie says, rest in peace, Maxwell Alexander Aureliano Villarreal Vasquez. Moro. And Estrella's like, we have to go to Chino now. They walk off. Estrella stays there just for a minute and sees Moro's ghost and his little tiger walk up and look at the body the box floating in the water. Well, I guess it's not floating. It They made it so that it sank. Cut to the four of them waiting for the bus. Pop and Tuxie, like, have their eyes painted like a Batman mask. Mm-hmm. And Shiny's like, you look fucking stupid. <laughs> and they try to rub it off with spit. <laughs> the bus comes. They get on. Estrella, right before she gets on, holds up the phone and the little bat dragon flies into the phone. Like she catches it mm. as if she's like, come with me. Sitting on the bus, Estrella and Shine are sitting together. And Shine says, the woman in the video and Estrella cuts him off and says, what if I use my last wish to kill Chino? And Shine says, there's no wishes. There's only us. There's nothing. Not even tigers. And we see the blood trail following the bus. Cut to the old spa. Pop and Tuxie are in like a an elevated part of the spa. So basically they like went up higher to hide mm-hmm. so that when they came, they would have, they would see them first. Mm-hmm. And they're looking down at Chino and two others, Tio and another brother. So I get the impression it was Chino and three brothers, the Huasca brothers. Kako is dead. There's Tio and a third one. Two others. Uh, yeah. So Chino and Kako are brothers? 
No, Chino is a politician, and it it's as if he like is working with the gang that is the Hawaskas, the Hawaska brothers, um, because okay. the news thing said he has ties to the Hawaska gang. Mm. Um, okay, but he's a politician trying to run Mexico. <laughs> so the kids are kind of like, "What do we do? Like now we're here, but like mm-hmm. I feel like when we give them the phone, they're gonna kill us." Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that yeah. at that moment, Gino calls the phone, and they hear it ring above them. They're caught. So the kids walk Put it out. On silent, damn it! That's what I said. <laughs> Put it on silent. So they walk out. The blood is following them, uh-huh. and we cut to them in a room with Chino, the two brothers, Pop, Tuxi, Astray, and Shine. Chino, Chino, Chino makes Shine turn over the phone. Shine slides over a phone. Chino then says, what's the password? Question 16, what do you do? What does he do? <laughs> I was going to say that we don't know it, but we called him. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not great. I'm learning. I'm not great with gang warfare in my staying alive skills. I haven't. We haven't had a lot Odd. of that. And so. No, we haven't. My. We also haven't been children. My my <laughs> backpack of that is not very full. Yeah. Yeah. We've also been like full grown adults when trying to solve these problems. I mean, I'm a full grown adult currently. Right. So yeah. like. Yeah, really. That's it's all terrible. That's neither here nor there in the survival situation because right, I can't figure out the answer regardless. No, so um, uh, what's the password? You say that's the question to me, mm-hmm. Chino, and mm-hmm. the answer is mm-hmm. coming from Chino. What does Chino do? No, what does Shiny do? Chino oh, said, what's Chino. the password? You're, I'm Shiny. <laughs> yeah. Shiny. Um, what's the password? I think he's going to say. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's, he's just smarter than I am. I just feel like I don't know what I get out of telling him the wrong password. I don't know what I get out of telling him the right password. I don't know what I get out of telling him something else either. (laughs) You're you're kind of between a rock, a hard place, and a gun. Yeah. It's not looking great. And a crevasse. Yeah, it's not looking great. (laughs) Again, I know what happened, and I still don't know how to answer this question. (laughs) Okay. He... We're just gonna fucking tell him hand in hand. I don't fucking know. I can't. I don't know. I have no idea. Probably something better than that, but that's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Zero points. Shine doesn't say anything, but Chino holds up the phone to the brothers to confirm that it's Kako's phone. Mm-hmm. The phone I'm holding is a Kako's. Chino then. Uh, or one of the brothers is like, yeah, that looks like his phone. Chino then takes out his gun and shoots the two brothers. Oh, Goodbye. shit. 
And Pop and Tooksie take this moment to run off, terrified. Estrella and Shine are still standing there, clearly just like in shock. Mm-hmm. And Chino is like, we had a deal. You brought me the phone. I killed the Huasca brothers. Oh, great. Great. Okay. I didn't know that you were going to hold up your end of the deal, sir. Yep. Yep. I didn't know you were you were a man of your word. <laughs> no, I was not expecting that. <laughs> Chino then stomps on the phone. And he says, go. So Estrella is sta- standing there staring at him. Shine runs off and Estrella says, where's my mom? Hmm. And Chino says, how the fuck would I know? Go. Estrella and Shine then run off hand in hand. Like Shine comes back and like grabs her hand mm-hmm. and they run off. Estrella stops Shine as they're running. And she's like, this, this is where they killed my mom, isn't it? And Shine doesn't answer. And she's like, I need to know. Shine then pulls her aside kind of out of the sight line and is like, we have to go. I swapped the phone, mm-hmm. but he'll notice. How would he notice? Good question. <laughs> um, I have an idea in a second, which I'll tell you. He says he'll notice. He then hands the phone, Kako's phone, to her, and she sees the video and watches her mom be shot. Mm. She's about to run back to Chino. And Shine is like, no, there are no wishes. You can't. Those wishes are, there's no such thing. Mm -hmm. She then touches his face sweetly and draws an X on his scar with the chalk. Nothing. And Shine says, See? Then the phone in her hand rings. Oh. And it's Chino. Fuck. Just then, the trail of blood travels up Shine's leg, and Estrella is like, No! And Shine is shot through the face, through the X on his scar. No. Blood splatters on Estrella's face. And Chino comes bursting in and shooting. Misses Estrella. And she runs away. She's now running through the halls. Chino in pursuit. Blood is following Chino. The trail of blood is following Chino. It goes into a bathroom. He keeps calling the phone to hear where she runs, which I'm like, girl, put it on silence. She sees a vent in the ceiling of the bathroom and sees the blood go up into the vent. Cut to her in the vents as Chino walks by. So she hid from him successfully. Cut to her crawling through the vents. Jack McLean, John McLean style. Good old Jack McLean. Gold old Jack McLean. Well, in Mexico, in the Gaelic language, it's <laughs> Gaelic. It's Jack. Jack. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, in Mexican Gaelic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Chino is still calling for her. And he's like, I'm going to kill you, you slut. 
And then little Moro's tiger shows up hmm. and hands her Shiny's lighter and points it at a grate. So a grate into another room, obviously. The tiger opens it and the tiger jumps down, all the way down. Question 17. Chino is right on your heels. What do you do? What does she do? Am I not inside the vent? The vent, vent main, mm-hmm, and the vent when the tiger opened it made quite a clanking noise. So whatever room it fell into, it's going to reverberate. It's going to echo. So Chino is going to be able to hear where the, he's going to be able to put the map together. I'm going to fucking. To do whatever the blood <laughs> and monster and tiger tell me to do. I believe okay. it's somehow maybe light him on fire. Maybe this is the room where they all live, die, die, live. I'm going to need you to go ahead and make a choice for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you a half point for your little dance around, but I'm going to need an answer for this one. <laughs> well, the tiger told me to go down. I'm going to I'm going to light this room on fire. Okay. And what is what does she do? Hand in hand. <laughs> See, was that so hard? Holy shit! <laughs> Holy so, shit! Uh, yeah. What's what's the line from National Anthem? Holy shit! Something oh something. Where's Holy the shit! Merry Christmas. Where's the Tylenol? The tylenol. Something like that. <sighs> so just before after the. Tiger opens the vent. She chokes on a smell that's coming up from the room. Oh, it is where the dead bodies are. Chino heard the vent, is running towards her, and is now, like, peering into the vent, you know, sees her. Just as he sees her, she drops down into the vent into a pitch black room, and she's coughing. And she has Shine's lighter. She lights it. Mom monster! She turns it off and then she lights it around again and there are dozens of actual bodies, Mm -hmm. including her mom's. Mm -hmm. The actual mom body covered in plastic and blood sits up and starts kind of peeling the plastic off her face, comes comes towards her, puts out her hand and touches her face. And we see the bracelet on her arm. All the little birds fly onto Estrella's arm. Mm. Chino. So we see that. And then we hear the phone ring. We see Chino hear the phone ring from where he's standing. So he's not at the room yet, but he can hear it reverberating. Question 18, what do you do and what does Estrella do before Chino gets to you? I mean, I just feel like all my dead body friends are going to get him. 
Because I brought him to them like they wanted me to. I hope they get him before he shoots you directly in the head as soon as he finds you. Him then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna do something. But I don't Double understand <laughs> where I am or what's going on that much. <laughs> um, so you're in a room of bodies. There is You came in through a vent in the ceiling, but there is a door to the room that is the entrance to and from the room. I did assume there was a door. <laughs> I didn't think it was an enclosed room that you could only get through from the vent. But Well, as opposed to it being like a locked door or, oh, you know, okay. something where it's like a dungeon in the bottom or something. Maybe we sneak out and go to a, hide in a different room. <laughs> hand in hand. Half point, half point. I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> Two half points. <laughs> Two half points. Cut to Chino opening the door to the room with the phone to his ear and seeing the phone ring on the ground in the middle of the room. Mm-hmm. He walks in to get it and the door closes behind him. Estrella got out of the room, hid behind the door, and closed Chino in when he went in to get the phone. Estrella is now outside, and Chino is banging on the door, let me out, let me out. And she goes and lets him out. I'm just kidding. Uh, And she goes to walk away and comes face to face with Shiny's ghost. Hmm. And they just look at each other, and she puts out her hand and says, goodbye, kiddo. And they shake. She then hands him. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Like, as soon as she said, Shiny's ghost, I was like, Shiny's dead. And I, like, it's like I forgot, and then I re-lost him all over again in no. my own in my own timeline. I was just oh, like, I'm so sorry. Just, you had to lose Shiny twice. I couldn't hold it back anymore. I was like, I was going to let you keep going, but then I was like, oh, no. Oh, oh God. Ah, all right. Oh, no. Oh, you lost Shiny twice. That's terrible. So she hands Shiny's ghost his lighter. And he says goodbye and walks past her to the door where Chino is locked inside, lights the lighter, Mm -hmm. looks back and smiles at her. We then see Shine, Shine's ghost, go into the room and the room go up in flames as Estrella walks off. Mm She's walking through this giant fucking, I mean, talk about a, remember in Terrifier where it was like the warehouse of requirement? Mm-hmm. This is, this puts that whole thing to shame because I'm like, where is this place? <laughs> Sounds like a great spot at one point in time. Yeah. 
So we now hear a voiceover as Estrella is walking through the halls. We hear, tigers are not afraid. They went through all the bad stuff. And she's looking at her mom's bracelet. And then Estrella stops. And we see a tiger sitting there, resting. Mm. And the tiger looks at her and then kind of gets up and walks up to her. And she smiles at it. And then it goes back and lays down. Voiceover says, went through all the bad stuff and came out on the other side. They are kings of this kingdom of broken things. Because we have to remember, we are princes. And the tiger just looks at her. She smiles. She walks past him and out into an open field and walks off. Credits. Isa motherfucking Lopez. What the fuck? That was so good. Yeah. Fuck. When they fucking shot Maro, I was like angry. Like I I could only feel, I was just like, I was just like, how dare you? Like, I, like I, was, I was not having like a rational reaction to that. Oh, gosh, that was so like <sighs> beautiful. Even like all like the stories and everything that are written. Oh, my God. All of the symbolism and the daggers and then how sweet it was, they all are. Like, yeah. It was really, it was Fuck. really Yeah, I would <sighs> recommend. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'd recommend you watch it, but like, I don't know. I, I don't know like if I just bawling my eyes out. <laughs> that, yeah, it's like I don't. You know, like I at least had the benefit, if you can call it that, of like Moro's death being a surprise. I prefer that to be honest. Like, I would rather not know any. I don't like having, for what it is, like trigger warnings. I prefer not knowing because mm. then I'm just oh, expecting yeah. things, and I'm. Per- I'm thinking about what it could possibly be the whole fucking time. So, like, it wasn't even, like, surprising to me. And then it also was, like, yeah. Like, I would prefer not to know, honestly. Yeah. Um, I'm – there's – obviously, there's – we're we're everybody's different. There's certain types of things that I want to know want for to know. sure. Um, I'm just ba- an overthinker like and an anxiety, yeah. like, thinker in that way where it's just, like, oh, I'm then thinking about that and only that. Yeah, not only that, but I'm thinking no, about no, no. it the whole yeah. time then, whereas, like, if it just happens in the moment, I can have feelings about it and keep, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. got to keep going. The story keeps going. So, like, as, com- you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you, you feel that. I do. It's like you're feeling it in the moment that one time instead of feeling it or being prepared of something. Like, you know what I mean? You're giving yourself those yeah. feelings. It's called anxiety. That's the definition of anxiety, I believe. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, you're having the feeling in preparation of not even knowing. So, yeah. That's why I prefer actually not knowing anything. Like I'm like, nope, don't Oddly tell me. Oddly enough, as someone who struggles with crippling anxiety often, <laughs> um, it uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. And it is surprising that I'm the opposite in that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I cover my eyes. Like I cover my eyes and ears. I do not watch animals being hurt. I do not watch Babies being hurt, like, I don't watch it. I don't put the imagery into my mind. Uh And so I like to know, 
I'm like, I understand that this happens in the story. I understand I need to know that this happens in the story, but like, I do not want the image of it in my, in my mind. Like for instance, that episode of them, that show them, uh, uh, with the baby. Uh, Oh yeah. Um, I didn't even finish the show. Because it's one of those things where, like, if I had known that was happening, I would have skipped the scene. I wouldn't have watched it. I would have read what happened, and I would have skipped it. And I probably would have continued with the series, but I was, like, physically incapable of continuing with the series. So I I feel like that's sort of what I've learned about myself, I guess. Yeah. i just rather so. not know shit, and then I can just process it in the moment and afterwards. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no. But I know that that's why I always give you animal warnings. I really appreciate that. Um, Tell me why. Let points. me process your points. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams, polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Oakley doakley. Um, Dead or Lives, you got two out of seven. So sorry. <laughs> Honestly, no matter what the points are in this, I don't feel like I stayed alive. Like, I don't, you could tell me I did great and I'd be like, I didn't. I am well, feel dead. If we go back, if we go back to our metric of better than 11%, you did better than I feel 11%. About 2% right now. Yeah. This was, no, you got a tough one to stay alive. I'll, I'll give that yeah. to dear Ms. Issa, Issa Lopez. Lopez. So you got 23 out of 36 on your questions. 23 out of 36. Huh. I that mean. feels better than. Or no. Than that what it sounds better like. than what I feel like. I should say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you got a total of 25 out of 43. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. More Which again, than half. Than 50, honestly. Exactly. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Literally so shocking. You are still alive on the gang ridden streets of. So surprising. Mexico. I'm just, except yeah. I'm in a corner crawled up in a ball with my tiger stuffed animal. Agreed. What was the show yeah, that so she I'm gonna... recently directed? No idea. But let me, I think I, it's I Yellow have Jackets. Up, so. No fucking way. That's really? why let fucking Yellow Jackets. She, I think she's one of the executive producers and she definitely directed, I believe at these locos where I'm just fucking talking shit right now. Um, I'm pretty sure she directed the first episode and maybe a couple others. And I'm pretty sure she was like an exec producer. So maybe like involved in making it happen a little. All things I'm making up out of my brain hole. So those facts could be wrong. Yeah, I don't see that on IMDb. What TV shows are on there? Who am I thinking of for Yellow Jackets then? I see a right. She wrote some TV. She wrote. Um, uh, a Spanish TV show. She adapted something called First Love. She wrote several episodes of a show called Labyrinths of Passion. Um, Karen Kusama. Oh, were you thinking of Karen Kusama? Because I think that is correct. Okay, it looks like she is, yeah. All right, we'll just cut everything I just said. I... Already on it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't include any of um, that because it was awful. Yeah. 
Uh, so this was our first installation of our Yay! horror movies made by women for Women in History Month. And Jesus H. Christ Did we is what I started off with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, it's a beautiful film, you guys. I mean, it's breathtaking, truly. It's really gorgeous. It's definitely worth watching. Now you know where all the triggers are. So just close your eyes and hold your nose and stop your ears. Hold your nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So this is so we follow us on all the things at KK Sam podcast and actually really follow us on TikTok because this month we're actually going to be releasing things yeah. on TikTok. We already are, but these will be things we, made for TikTok. Exactly. Made for TikTok. Um, and then we have Sammy Stay Alive Maybe, which is our Facebook group. We have merch and we have a Patreon where you can watch all of these episodes. We're going to be post mortiping, mortiping uh, a bunch of shit. Also, um. um Someone reached out. Thank you, Diane. Uh, if you have a Peloton, apparently oh, yeah. there's a hashtag for Final Girls. So I'm going to join. And if any of you, I saw that. If any of you, um, all all genders, non genders, welcome to join hashtag yes. Final Girls. Yeah, let's be a a big Peloton team. That sounds fun. And I'll be at home without my Peloton. <laughs> so you, have I guess your that's own fine. Final Girls. Final yeah. girl team. Just me. <laughs> just me and my final girl. I'm just final girl. girl. <laughs> yeah. Period. <laughs> um, well, this has been Kim and Kat's Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. Ghosted me. I'm done. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.